It's time for the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email back to the book broadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Walland, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org. And now the broadcast. Once again, I'd like to thank you for tuning in to Back to the Book. Please take your Bibles, if you would, and turn back to Jonah. Jonah in chapter 3. We looked at the past two days on the revelation of truth that God gave to the people in Nineveh. We looked at the message. It was a message of warning. It was a message of love and grace. Yet it was an ultimatum that they repent or they were going to be destroyed. We looked quickly at the messenger God sent and the mission he was sent on. It was simply to warn them that if they didn't repent, they were going to perish with the ultimate goal of God sparing them. That's why God sent them. And we've made the comparison already. That's exactly what the gospel is to us today. But I want to move on from that. We're looking here at Nineveh and how at the picture of repentance that God's Word gives us here. But I want to move on. We see the revelation of truth. God gives them the truth. The truth of coming judgment. A message of warning. A chance to accept it and to repent. But I want to move from that to looking at the recognition of truth. See, a preacher can come and preach truth. But unless those that are listening realize it's the truth, it's not going to matter much. It's not going to make a difference. It's not going to have the intended effect. And for Nineveh to be spared, not only did they need to be given the truth, but they needed to recognize it as the truth. I want to give you just a few things of why they were able to recognize this as the truth. Let's go ahead and read chapter 3 and starting again in verse 1. It's, the Bible says this, And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go unto Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. So Jonah arose and went unto Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceeding great city of three days' journey. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey. And he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them. I'm going to stop reading there for the purpose of where we're going. We don't need to read any farther yet. We've already looked. God sends them a message. But put yourself, if you will, in their shoes. Really, I guess we could really say we find ourselves in their shoes. What did they have to believe that this was 
<laughs> truly a message from God. For all they knew, this could just be some Israelite, an enemy of their nation, coming in just trying to scare them. Now, you'd have to be awful bold to do that. I will say that. I think Jonah maybe was a little bit afraid, not just mad, that he was having to preach a message or give the, this, these people a chance to repent. Jonah's probably afraid. He knows the cruelty these people are known for. If I go in there and start preaching this, they're going to kill me. I have a feeling that's that would be what was going what would be going through my mind if I was given that command. Just being honest. But these people, that's not how they responded at all. The Bible says in verse 5 of chapter of Jonah chapter 3 verse 5, so the people of Nineveh believed God. It's amazing, isn't it? Isn't it? They didn't see God. They didn't hear God. It was just a messenger. Quite flawed. We've already looked somewhat at that. A, a man that didn't even want to go and give them the message. But a man that God was going to use. A man that would finally obey and preach exactly what God told him to preach. But for all they knew, I mean, all it would take is just a little bit of research. They would know what happened. They would know he had been running from God. Um, I, I, part of me wonders if maybe they didn't already know what had happened with the whole ship and, and the whale and how the whale had brought him over there. Who knows what had happened at that point, whether they knew that or not. They'd never seen this guy before. How in the world did they know that this was the message from God? How was it that such a hard people would be willing to accept such a hard message? Almost on the spur of the moment. It's as if God was already working in their hearts before that. And he very well could have been. Many times that's the case. Well, I want to give you just a few things that we can see. even today, that help us to know, help us to recognize what is the truth and what isn't. First of all, Jonah's preaching. It was the word of God. God told him, Arise, go unto Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. Jonah had a direct message from God. Now these Ninevites, they didn't have necessarily a Bible back then. But I'm sure they were familiar enough with some of the prophets. They, they knew somewhat about Israel, about Israel's God. We'll prove that later on. But this message... was quite clear that it was not man-made. It was God's Word. What do we have today to be able to... Um, I don't want to use the word critique, but what do we have to be able to um, recognize whether somebody is preaching God's truth or not? It is the Bible, God's Word. If it agrees with what God's Word teaches, then it's God's Word. 
if what they are saying directly contradicts what God's Word has to say. It's not God's Word. Don't listen to them. Don't believe them. These people that begin to go off on, on new revelation, they've had this dream or, or this vision and, and all this. God used to work that way, but God no longer works that way. The Bible says, I believe it's in 1 Corinthians, when that which is perfect has come, that which is in part shall be done away with. God's Word, we have the completed, perfect, inspired, inerrant Word of God sitting before us, the King James Bible. This is the standard of truth. When a preacher comes by preaching what this book says in context, and agreeing with the Word of God, then we need to accept the message He's giving. I want to set go on this too, and I know I said that I gave some supposition saying that Jonah may not have had the right spirit about him when he preached, but granted that supposition, we don't, I, the Scripture's not, we see he did not have a good attitude before, and he didn't have one after. I don't know what his attitude was like exactly when he was preaching. But I want to say this, another way to recognize on whether or not a preacher is giving us the truth is by the touch of God on that preacher. And whether Jonah's attitude was right or not here, we do know this. When he preached, he did have the touch of God. He had the command of God. And he had the power of God. That's evidenced enough by the reaction the people had to the message. And there are some preachers, and it seems to be, sadly, few and far between anymore. But you know when God is speaking through a preacher. When a preacher has the touch of God on him, it's very obvious, very self-evident. And listen to me. Don't ever, don't ever reject the message of a preacher who's got the touch of God on him. You will be walking away from truth. And you'll be the one that receives damage from that. These people looking at Jonah knew he had the touch of God on him. I mean, just for the simple fact of the boldness to enter into enemy territory and give a message like that ought to speak volumes and did, I believe, to these people. Thirdly, what's another way we can recognize the truth? It was a man of God that came preaching. Not only was he preaching the word of God and not only did he have the touch of God, but this was a man of God. He was a prophet, even in his own country. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe the people knew him, of him from that. I don't know. But I know in our time today, there are men of God who maybe are not, are not our pastors, but who have a re reputation. People know they are men of God. As long as what they're preaching lines up with the Bible. And if they're men of God, it will. That's a way we can recognize the truth that's being preached. I want you to notice this. What he was preaching, it was a hard message. 
It was a message of judgment. It was a message of condemnation. It was a message really that would anger up people today. This message was a revelation of themselves and their sin in the light of a holy God. It was not an easy message to preach, and it was especially not an easy message to receive. Beware of these quote-unquote preachers that only preach the things you want to hear or people want to hear. That only ever preach the easy preaching, the things easy to listen to. God's Word many times is not what we want to hear. Rather, it's the exact opposite. It's what we don't want to hear. But many times, that's what the truth is. And we have to be able and willing to recognize it as truth and face the truth. Face the facts. Deal with the problem. But a preacher that will never give you the hard truth of God's Word, he is not a man of God and has no right to call himself a preacher. They had all this to recognize this. I want you to see this. We'll, we'll barely have time to, to, to kind of finish up some of this. They believed so quickly. They recognized it as truth and they accepted it. So many people today, when God's man gets up and he preaches the word of God, with the touch of God, even if it's hard truth, he just stands up and he preaches it for what it says. So many people, they question what he preached or they critique how it was preached or the attitude it was preached in. They critique it maybe based on how politically correct it is or socially re relevant it is to our day. People look for excuses to not to, to, to be able to not to accept the truth. Don't be one of those people. Be just like these Ninevites, who when they heard the word of God, they just accepted it for what it was. They recognized it as truth, and they believed it. You've been listening to the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email Back to the Book Broadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Wallen, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org.